0: In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. Hey, it's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Brought to you locally by our friends at Smiley One. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. All right, so let's pick up this conversation where we left off. And let's start here. Are you surprised that the Rams picked up Baker Mayfield?
1: No, because they need a quarterback to get them through the rest of the season. Like, they, they, they need a body. That, you know, Sean McVay was probably going to have to play Thursday night if they didn't. He's got a couple
0: bullets left in the arm. And that's what I, I, I look at him. I think this guy could still play.
1: <laughs> he's what? Um, he's not that old. Sean's like, what, 36 or something like that? Is he
0: even that old? I don't even. He's now you just, got me thinking.
1: He's still a pup. But yeah, I, I mean, the. I think if it's not this week, I think next week Baker will end up being the Rams' starting quarterback for the rest of the year. 36. He's going going to get a legit shot in L.A. to play, right? Right. And and obviously I think that was a big reason behind Baker asking for his release with Carolina is he wanted to go somewhere where he would have at least an opportunity to compete uh, and see the field. Now, how good will he ultimately be? I don't know. You know, as far as your earlier question about – if he had gone on IR and gotten the shoulder taken care of part of me says he'd still be here, but the other part of me believes that they still would have gone after Deshaun Watson because Andrew Barry has always loved Deshaun Watson. And um, I don't know that Barry was always in on Baker Mayfield like John Dorsey was now right. Barry always towed the company line when obviously baker was drafted and even when baker was here barry never said it said it had a bad word to say about him but it goes back to the actions speak louder than words right i mean if barry really liked and respected and well i'm sorry he respects respects him but really likes him as a player thought they could build around him as a player they don't do what they did right actions speak louder than than words here so um, I think that Barry still would have gone after Deshaun Watson, regardless if Baker would have sat out the rest of that season to get his shoulder healed up and, and fixed. I, I just, because I know Barry just absolutely loves Deshaun Watson as a quarterback.
0: You know, you said something interesting, because I, I think, and what I was told is that, you know, Baker rolled the dice a little bit. He was hoping that he was going to San Francisco. And uh, what was a pro football talk had the quotes from uh, Kyle Shanahan saying that, you know, he didn't say anything. He kind of didn't poo-poo the idea of Mayfield coming there, but he didn't embrace it. And as you read it, you were like, hey, read between the lines, baby. He wants nothing to do with him.
1: That's what it, I mean, he, fa-
0: look, all
1: right. So back in my younger years, I I had a uh, colleague and friend who, because I, you know, I would just basically tell you what was on my mind. I I did not have a filter. and um, No. I know. So years ago. Daryl Ryder didn't have a
0: filter. Oh, my.
1: Somebody told me that I needed to learn how to tell people to go fly a kite without actually telling them to go fly a kite. (laughs) Is this a current member of the media here in town? No. No. Okay. This is years this is like 20 years ago, 20 23 years ago, okay. So you were like
0: 15.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Um so basically Shanahan told Baker Mayfield to go fly kite without telling Baker Mayfield to actually go fly kite.
0: He basically said you know what's funny and I don't know if anybody thought about this during the week form. Seattle did the exact same thing.
1: Yeah, like there's an art form to do that. There's a way to come off as like you're complimentary, you feign your interest, but you really have no interest. And but you just don't want to tell anyone you have no interest. And and that's what Shanahan did. Like I read what he said and I was like, he wants nothing to do with Baker Mayfield. There is no chance he ends up with the 49ers. Guess what? 49ers never placed a claim on him. So uh, he's, he's with the Rams. Uh, He'll be down there uh, in LA. We'll see, you know, I I am kind of curious to see what he's able to do. Uh, Unlike some Browns fans, like I'm not rooting for the guy's failure or demise or anything like that. No, I. I I said this on your show. um, I I think that he deserves respect from Browns fans. He's he is now an answer to a trivia question. The last Browns quarterback to lead this team to its best season in a quarter century and a playoff win is Baker Mayfield. So um, he's not a complete bust. Has he lived up to the expectation of being the number one overall draft pick? Absolutely not. Of course not. But he's not a complete bust because he has had some success It's just it's it It feels like his career is is winding down it feels like it's on the back nine and he's going to be running out of chances he's um, really I,
0: young to be on the back nine though i, I, know, I just
1: unless he's willing that's to the crazy backup, part I mean, he's still on his first contract i unless he's willing to be a backup andy which that's not his makeup that's not his personality mm. i think his only chance to continue to start in this league is if he goes to a crappy team and is like a placeholder type of quarterback, but then he's, he's going to be unhappy and unfulfilled professionally because the team's going to suck and they're not going to win. Right. He, that, so he's in a tough spot in his career just because I, 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 I have a pretty good sense of how he's built between the ears. I just, it's going to be real tough on him. And, and from that aspect, professionally, I feel for the guy because he wants to win. He wants to compete. He's just not going to have much opportunity.
0: To so here's the part about him that, like, I think that with McVay or even with Shanahan would have worked. And I thought that he proved it after Freddie Kitchens. You know, with Freddie, it was the wild, wild west, and he kept throwing interceptions, and he caught, kept thinking he he was bigger than a quarterback that could live to see another down. He had to make it on that play. And then Kevin, excuse me, Kevin came in. And I really thought Baker changed his game up way more discipline, threw the ball away when he needed to. Oh,
1: because they had and, a coach that was way more disciplined. Sorry.
0: Right. And so that, you know, the year they go to the playoffs and they win, that was the Baker Mayfield. I think we all were like, wow, all right, here we go. We get we got our guy. He comes back the next year, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Stop. You're you've gone away from everything that you guys did last year. Yeah. And then he got hurt, and he kept trying to do w- way too much again. And that's the bothersome part. I hope – here's oh, what I hope.
1: That, that's how I describe him is he's his own worst enemy.
0: That's fair. House. But in this scenario, if McVeigh gives him the opportunity to do it, he's got to be more disciplined than I think he's ever been in his entire career. 100%.
1: Can't can't afford to be the gunslinger. Yeah, he's got he he, is he has A-
0: millions on the line. Right, he millions has on the line just to be disciplined. That's all.
1: Has to reestablish himself. So, are we done mm. talking about Baker now? Yeah, I guess so.
0: <laughs> I still think there's bronze fans. I, I I just I don't wish him ill will. I just I,
1: I don't either, and I don't understand the group that that does. Um, and I'm not saying like I'm the the president of the Baker Bros either, but it's like I just. It is what it is. Like, he, he, I, I equate it to what the Chargers did with Goff and Stafford, right? Goff got him to the Super Bowl, and they still got rid of his ass.
0: Do you think Stafford's done? you think he's going to retire? Jeff made a really good if, case for him to retire. If his I wife were, doesn't want him to play anymore.
1: If, you know, if dealing I were with him, I issues. he has nothing to He's got his ring. You want the ring? You know what I'm saying? You went through all those years of trials and tribulations with the Lions, which, let's be honest about it, like Cleveland, Detroit is football, Siberia. Sure. And uh, like he has nothing left to prove. He's made his money, made a lot of it, and he won a Super Bowl. I, I mean, if I were him, I wouldn't think twice about it. I really wouldn't. But look, it's easy for me to sit here and say, yeah, go ahead and retire. But I, I know how a lot of these guys are built and giving up the game is extremely difficult. And I think it's and, it's, it's
0: every pro game. No and, one wants, no one wants to leave the way. And it's going
1: to be tough for Baker whenever that day comes for Baker, whether it's at the end of this season or three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years down the road, like father time is always undefeated. Right. Yep. And at some point, you know, you're not going to be able to uh, play the game anymore. And that's, For competitors, that's the toughest thing on them is to give up the game that they have played since they were a little kid.
0: Much more to come on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. We'll talk about a little bit of Bengals smack that the Browns haven't forgot about, so we're going to bring that up next. And uh, also want to talk about one of the unsung heroes of this team who's really made a name for himself uh, with three initials. We'll do that when we come back here. It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast.